I find it a little frustrating, if I'm honest, although I have clearly been guilty of this myself in the past, when clients I'm advising just can't get over those feelings of fear to push through to the next level. When it's so obvious to me that the only way they're going to start enjoying running their business again, continue delivering excellent customer service, or actually get their marketing done, just three examples of things that can slide there, what they need is to hire more help. So don't let yourself fall into that trap. Jump before you're ready. Hello and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I'm delighted you're here. The Audience Growth Podcast exists to help you learn how to use organic marketing, that's marketing that costs nothing or very little, to grow your business. Far too frequently, small business owners spend lots of money on ads without getting the results they were expecting and hoping for. And it doesn't need to be that way. So every week here on the podcast, we dive into strategies that will help you grow a business that's here for the long term, sometimes on solo episodes like this one, and sometimes on longer guest episodes. Today, I'm diving into an area that we don't often think about until we're actually in it. And that is how to handle things and what to do when your business becomes too busy. I'm talking about those times where you're feeling overwhelmed, you're probably doing work for other people, client projects and delivery, done for you services and so on, alongside trying to grow your personal brand, perhaps host events. Yes, lovely Laura, inside my business accelerator, The Charge, I'm looking at you. Laura has decided to host a series of events for coaches all over the UK, one in Glasgow, one in Newcastle, one in Manchester. And she's organising those alongside everything else she's got going on. And it's a lot of work, but she's so committed and her events are going to be brilliant. So check them out via the link in the show notes or Google Coaches Assemble and you'll find all the details. This kind of thing is such a familiar story for so many of us trying to cram as much as possible into the little time we have each day so that we A, get to do the fun bits of business that we love and B, keep the money coming in so that the bills can be paid. I watched a NatWest business webinar earlier today with Joe Tuchner-Sharp, phenomenal founder of clothing brand Scamp and Dude, where she was asked the question, how do you know when it's time to take on a member of staff? She answered, and this resonated with me so much, that she's probably left it too long in the past before hiring the help that she needs and that it's when she starts to feel those familiar feelings of, I just can't do this all myself anymore, I need help, that she takes someone on, but that in all honesty, she knows she should do it sooner. And this is something I often catch myself doing and I'm trying to get better at planning for future success so that it doesn't take me getting to that stage of complete and utter exhaustion before I get help. And huge shout out to my mum, one of my biggest supporters, who I think still listens to the podcast every week. Hey mum. When I recently went back and forth with her around whether I could increase the hours of one of my team members, the fact that it was a risk and so on, she reminded me that every time I jump before I'm ready, it pays off. And that is so true. I find it a little frustrating if I'm honest, although I have clearly been guilty of this myself in the past, When clients I'm advising just can't get over those feelings of fear to push through to the next level. When it's so obvious to me that the only way they're going to start enjoying running their business again, continue delivering excellent customer service, or actually get their marketing done, just three examples of things that can slide there, 
what they need is to hire more help. So don't let yourself fall into that trap. Jump before you're ready. Take that step like Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade where he has to cross the bridge without being able to see it. Even once the bridge has appeared, it's still a little nerve-wracking for him to get the whole way across. But it's so much easier once he's taken that first step. So that's my first tip. When you reach that point where you know you can no longer keep going in the same way you have been without it negatively affecting the business, or ideally before you reach that stage, be brave and hire help. I've worked with full-time employees, part-time employees, freelancers, short-term contractors, and long-term contractors since being a business owner, so I can help you with this. And I'm always sharing my experience of working with teams in different ways and different ways to grow your business inside my Business Accelerator, The Charge. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. The second thing you can do is to double down on your organization. When it comes to being a business owner, Chaos and mess equals stress, whereas order and systems equals smooth sailing. Things we've been doing to get more organized inside this business recently include systemizing onboarding, making, creating and sending proposals smoother using software. We use better proposals. I'll put a referral link for that in the show notes. I highly, highly recommend better proposals because you can create a template with the different sections you want, the copy you want, and then simply update the name and company details if you're sending multiple proposals out for the same service, or you can update the content of each proposal easily if the services that you offer change depending on requirements. And two of my favorite things about better proposals are that you get an email as soon as the recipient opens your proposal, and then another email showing you how long they spent reading each section. It's almost always the investment section that people spend the longest time on, in my experience. Oh, actually, there is a third thing that I love, which is that if the client is happy to go ahead, they can sign and pay in better proposals too. You might remember, if you're a long-time listener, that I used to use and loathe Dubsado, and I was looking for a better solution. This is it. So please, if you send proposals, make your life a thousand times easier and start using this tool. But don't forget to sign up via my affiliate link. Another member of the charge, the fabulous FOMO creator Mei King Sang, also sent in her tips around getting organized. A trick she uses is to color code tasks in her calendar and set an alarm for each one. And bonus points, she says, for not hitting snooze. Now, I don't color code, but I do also diarize everything and set alarms so that I can personally vouch for this tip as well. Thanks for sending that one in, Mei King. I did a call out on Instagram for tips for getting more done in less time. And two more people who sent in tips were Debs of Raised Up Finance and Margaret Ritchie Nutrition. Debs and Margaret sent in different tips, but they both actually relate to similar things, which are making more space, both in your diary and your mind, to get stuff done by eating the frogs first, i.e. getting stuck into those tasks you really don't want to do before you do anything else so that you get them out of the way. Thanks for that tip, Margaret. And Debs's tip was simply to say no. This approach, and in fact, this entire podcast episode completely chimes with my approach of ditch, delegate, and do in that order. Firstly, ditch, get rid of the tasks you don't need to do full stop. Or as Debs would put it, say no. Delegate, pass on the tasks that somebody else can do for you hire some help. Doesn't have to be a scary full-time employee level of commitment. Just start where you're at and do 
Set yourself up for success to achieve more by eating those frogs. Finding the tools that you find most intuitive and effective to use and saying no to anything that will distract you from getting on with it. When you're selecting which tasks to do and to focus on first, these should be the things that are going to either generate the most revenue or create the biggest difference in your business. These are the things that we as business owners need to focus on as much as possible during our working hours. I'd love to hear which of these three things you're going to try first. Will you take that leap and hire help? Or will you systemize and organize first? Or will you simply be ruthless with your to-do list and decide what you're going to ditch, delegate and do for the rest of today? Or for the rest of this week, month or even year? Hop over to Instagram and let me know. I'm at Nikki Hutchison and I love to chat in my DMs over there. Or you could share inside our free Facebook community, Audience Growth Collective so that we can give you some accountability to actually get it done. And once you've done that, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you're notified about every new episode. I'll be back again next Friday morning when I'll be talking you through the process I go through with clients when we're going detective mode. If you have been a longtime listener or follower of any of my content, then you'll know that my catchphrase, go detective mode, is one of my very favorite things to do, both in my business and when I'm supporting clients. The reason that I love going detective mode so much is that it helps you make better informed decisions in all aspects of business, not just when it comes to creating more effective marketing. I believe that to make good decisions, we need to be as informed as possible. And next week, I'll also be walking you through some examples of what I do to go detective mode before making any decisions in my business. Find out what you need to do before making your next big or even small decision on Friday at 7am. Until then, have a great week, take care of yourself and keep marketing. 